Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. So this week we're, I'm starting a series around the stories that shape our view of self. Before I go into the stories that shape our view of self, I want to start this week off by talking about a, a, a theory or a thought that Carl Rogers, a psychologist, put forward around self and how self is formed. And he talks about a three-part self, which is the ideal self, our self-image and our self-esteem. And so I'm going to just just talk about each and then talk about some of the things that informs how we see that. So the ideal self is this is the self who you want to be. Your your character, your character qualities are the character qualities that you're working towards. It's the self that you envision, the self that you see yourself as in the in the future. That's that's our ideal self. And so sometimes that is informed by ourselves, ourself, who we are is informed by society and what they tell us that we are. So sometimes even the, some people, we can't see the future. Well, well none of us can see the future, but in, in the sense that we can't see ourselves changing. Sometimes people say, I'm never going to change. I'm always going to be like this. So there is something that has happened that has damaged our ability to to envision an ideal self, a self where we where where we're changed, where we're healed, where the 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 qualities that we have have evolved, where we have grown out of some things, and we're putting on and we're doing something new. The Bible says that we can be changed to the renewing of our minds, but sometimes there are things that has happened that has so damaged that that we can't we can't envision that change. And then there's the self image, and that's how we see ourselves at this point how we are at this point in time. Things such as our physical characteristics and personality traits all play a part in our self-image. So how we look on the external, how our, our personality traits all shape, all forms a part of how our self-image. So in light of the fact that we inherit some of these, some of our character qualities, some of our, our personality traits are inherited and also the role that nurture plays makes for interesting idea of self-image. So if my self-image, some of the stories that are that shape that is family stories, some of the stories are things that I see generationally happening, things that the women in my family do, the things that my grandparents did and my grandparent and my their their parents did, my great grandparents did, things that I see happening in the family, character qualities that I see my my family's this displaying that I have the potential to or some of the things that I'm repeating that has just happened and tendencies that I've inherited and also uh self-image there are things like extroversion and introversion that also plays a role in self-image and the things that were reflected back to you I'm an introvert deeply introverted not as deep as I was before but when it when I was younger I was really extremely introverted and People used to, I used to be called a lot of things that were not complimentary, I'm going to say, and which could have an adverse impact on my self-image until I found out that there's a word called introvert and that there are people like me and it described me so well. And I realized that there were other people like me and nothing was wrong with me and I was fine. So I'd begun to adjust my self-image. But for me is what about the people who didn't have access to the information that I had access to. And those stories, 
that they were told about themselves had shaped their self-image and they had accepted that that's who they are. And then that's who they're going to be. And they're found, they would see something wrong with your personality, with your personality trait then, because there, here is something about you that you can't do anything about. And somebody's telling you that something is wrong with it. And sometimes when you experience emotional abuse, then these things play in because if there is a, if you, if you're really struggling with your self image and there's somebody that is constantly picking apart your character qualities and your personality traits, and is constantly, uh, picking that apart and humiliating, manipulating, uh, shaming, those things have an adverse effect, can have an adverse effect on our self image. Those damaging negative stories that were designed to hurt can have those kind of impact on our self-image, on somebody's self-image. So if you're struggling with self-image, and if you're struggling with who you are, struggling with self-acceptance, this could be the root of it. Those stories that are harmful from a, a, a perpetrator, those stories that are were reflected to you through a lack of understanding can form who you are and how you see yourself, not necessarily who you are, but how you see yourself and how you decide to show up in the world. And it's important to, to know that. So what I'd like you to do is to kind of look at how do I see myself? How do I view myself? How do I think about myself? Because sometimes people will tell you things that aren't true. And those stories that they say will form a part of your self image. And then we develop low self-esteem. So I'm going to share now what low self-esteem self-esteem rather and how that how that functions as part of uh the three-part self that brothers talk about so our self-esteem is how much you like yourself or how much you accept yourself or value yourself we learn to like accept and value ourselves based on what was reflected back to us how people treated us the in in our formative years in those early brain developmental years and even after that for grown women who are in abusive relationships the 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 we feel about ourselves sometimes what's reflected back to us. If you get dressed and somebody said you don't look good in that, or they never compliment you, or everything is wrong with how you look and how you act and how you are, that is going to damage your self-esteem. And so sometimes low self-esteem is, is internal in the sense that the, the, the thought processes have to be changed, but it's important to know the root of that of that, those thoughts, so that the, the root can be uprooted and change can occur. So we, when we think about our, how we accept ourselves, our value ourselves, bear in mind that how much we like ourselves sometimes is determined by what was reflected to us. The things that impacts your self-image and your self-esteem can change, and these can move from negative to positive. So whether or not you're struggling to with your ideal self, like, am I ever going to be able to overcome fear, guilt, shame? I can't see myself without shame in the future. That's, an, that's envisioning an ideal self. I can see myself without shame. I can see myself standing on a stage and I'm talking and I'm sharing with other people that they too can be free of shame. Or your self-image, those character qualities and personality traits that have been downplayed or shamed or picked apart or the things that were reflected to you about you has so damaged your self-image that sometimes even sitting with yourself can be difficult 
can be uncomfortable. Sitting with your own thoughts might be uncomfortable because the thoughts are not healthy. The thoughts are not positive. The thoughts are not thoughts that are that are um, loving and kind towards yourself because of what's reflected. And so as opposed to learning how to envision a self that is free and healed, you are only stuck with the negative words of other people going around and around in your mind. And this is where we, we do the work of reframing, restructuring, telling yourself the truth so that the story that you sit with about yourself can be ones that are true and not the ones that you've heard before. And so for me, I like to say, what is true about you and where do you find truth about yourself? And it's a worthy task to do the work of finding what's true about you, of learning what's true about you, internalizing what's true about you. One of the ways that we can do that is by seeing the truth over and over and over again. And you're literally rewiring your brain because the other information, the negative information was given to you over and over again. And so that's why that's formed how you see yourself and how you show up. So in order to change that, it's going to be a process of learning this new information and allowing this information to seep into your brain and allowing it to create new pathways in your brain that will close out the old ones. And so before you know it, you're naturally normally now thinking about yourself in a different kind of way. It improves your self-esteem and it moves from low to healthy, a healthy self-image, a healthy self-esteem and the ability to see your ideal self. Thank you for joining me on Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.